Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 81 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to County Waterford and we're going to say hello to Stephanie McGuire who kindly joins us on the podcast. So it's hello to you, Stephanie, and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hi, Barry. How are you? Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, look, it's uh, great to catch up with you on this week's uh, podcast. Um, I can see, I suppose, from your your Facebook page that you're a a very passionate Greyhound supporter, Stephanie. Oh, absolutely. Um, We've had dogs all our lives. Um, Dad has dogs now with over 50 years, so I suppose I was bred into it myself and um, there was never a time when there wasn't a dog out in the yard or a litter of pups around. So, um, yeah, I absolutely love them. Um, look, I suppose it's 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 like a bug. You get bitten, you can't get away. And look, I wouldn't want it any other way. I'm very passionate about them, and I just love to spend time with them. Lovely animals. Brilliant stuff. And of course, um, your dad Jimmy is is well known within greyhound circles. He's done, I suppose, Trojan work um, down in Kilcoan Park for for a long number of years now. Yeah, um, he's the chairman of Kilcoan Greyhound Stadium at the minute. I suppose um, probably about ten years now. And previous to that, he would have been a director for a few years. So, yeah, he'd be very involved. And I suppose he was um, involved in the, the new build and the, with the restaurant and the refurbishment and stuff. So, yeah, he just he's very passionate about it as well. I suppose, as my mother would say, he spends more time in the track than he, than he does at home. So <laughs> Very good. And look, as you said, um, growing up around Greyhounds must have been a, a great upbringing. And I'm sure you have plenty of great memories as well of heading, around, heading along to your local tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like um as I say, like from a very young age, um, you'd be going off to all the different tracks and we've had like lots of different dogs over the years. I um like from schooling to going to gallops and you know, getting a dog going on a lead and just all that crack and like we have, like we've travelled to Waterford, Kirkenny, Thurless, Cork, Shelburne, we've Mullingar. We've been I suppose we've raced in, in, in most of the tracks. Very good, and I suppose look, you 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 you've do, you've seen it firsthand, and you know you've looked after so many greyhounds as well. I'm sure over the years, the care and you know the feeding and everything they get is absolutely uh, top class. Oh, absolutely! Like um, as I say, like we've we always breed dogs. We probably maybe one two a litter a year. So um, yeah, the care like they get the best of everything. Um, they want for nothing. And like all they want is a bit of routine and a bit of love and proper feeding and a bit of exercise. That's all. There's not a huge demand on them. If you treat them properly, that's all they want. Yeah, and tell us about the um, daring prefix because there's been lots of, I suppose, daring um, greyhounds over the year. Where where did that name come about? Um, I suppose the first greyhound my father bought there, he bought it off a man called Jerry Fitzpatrick in Port Law over 50 years ago. He would have had the Yanka prefix. Um, and he just called her Daring Lil and since then he just every dog that we've had has been daring um, like we've had lots of good dogs down through the years I don't I actually don't know where he got the daring out of but we've had the daring dogs all down through the years Very very good and just in terms of your local track Kilcoan Park obviously they host some really good racing over the course of the year plenty of I suppose standout events is there any standout memories um, over the years at the track? 
Oh, I have loads of memories of the track. I actually worked in the track for eight years. Um, when I was 14, I started working, and there was the old track at the time on the turnstiles, and then uh, made my way up, and I eventually was doing the photo finish and um, all the announcements and stuff. And it was actually my summer job for many, many years. I worked, worked in the office in there. So I have great memories. And even when we were kids, like, I remember going in, we'd all be under the stand, some great friends we made, and there'd be a little shop, and you'd run in and out, get your sweets, you'd run out for the race, or you'd run over to someone ask, and I'd parade your dog, and, oh, some great, great memories. And, like, they were brilliant times back then. We just, there was a gang of us, and all the kids would meet up at the, the race, and we had great fun. Great fun. You've met some wonderful characters over the years, especially, um, look, as you said, working at the track and going to the tracks because we've so many great people involved in our great sport. Oh, absolutely. Like, from young to old, like, there's some characters and there's some lovely, lovely, genuine, nice people, like, salt of the earth. You, you do make friends, like, it's like a family, a little community. You make great friends and you have them for life. You might not see them for a few years and then you might go to another track and you bump into them. And they're always there, they'd stop for the chat and know how you're getting on and they're just like you're just they're just friends for life really without a doubt yeah and of course look we'll have more big racing coming up in Kilcoyne Park in the coming weeks uh, there's Telex Stakes is you know always one of the um, you know standout races uh, below in Waterford so I suppose anyone that's listening to this podcast definitely I'm sure you'll be urging them to come along to uh, Waterford and, and support the track and you know try some of the, the lovely food down there and stuff like that because uh, now more so than ever uh, we need uh, you know people you know just to come out and, and support all the various tracks um, when, when they can Absolutely, and look, it, things seem to be picking up again, and like the crowds are kind of coming back a bit to the tracks, and it's a brilliant night out, even for a family, it's a brilliant night out. You couldn't ask for more. You have everything you want, and the kids just love it. And just, I'd urge anyone to go. Like, I, I'm always recommending it to friends and, and that to go off for a night out and restaurant food. You couldn't get nicer food, and it's lovely. It's a brilliant night out. You have great crack. It sure is. And just in terms of, I suppose, um, greyhounds um, within the, the daring household, we'll call it at the moment, have you many at this uh, present time? Um, well, I have um, I have seven dogs that will be racing at the minute now. and then I, How do you keep track of all them? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, and in fairness now, um, I have six of them that with um, a trainer, Michael Mead in Passage, and He's great in fairness, and I just kind of keep one or two at home myself. Um, I like to just keep hands on with, with, you know, not to have them all gone and just have one to hack around with myself. So I have a little bitch at home myself now, Darren Roxy. So I, she's probably be running now in Waterford on Saturday night. So she's look, she's a limited little bitch. She's a five, and I just want to have a little bit of fun with her and win a race. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what most people within the sport are, are, are trying. Really, obviously, look, it's great to have these, you know, fancy dogs and fast dogs. But you know, if if you can win a middle of the road a road race, and especially obviously when you're you're doing it herself, you you'd get great satisfaction out of it. Oh, absolutely! Like I have um, I have um, pups. I have two pups now that just started out, and they're after having about three or four races each. Daring Coco and Daring Bowie. They were running in a non-race stake there in Waterford. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, Boko finished second in it, and they've both won races each, and like they look to be decent enough. So I'd say we'll have a little bit of fun with them. Nice one, and of course, you had an impressive winner recently in Yall as well. I think it was called Daring Dacia, well named them for sure, and that put on a, a quite taken performance. Had ran well on debut and followed up with a, a stunning victory that night. So you must have got a great trail out of that as well. 
Absolutely. Um, he won his second race there in the All in 29-22, Curtis Slow. Um, coming from behind, he got a little bit of um, trouble at the bend. Uh, yeah, he looks to be a, a pacey sort, so hopefully hopefully, um, good things to come with him. I actually have um, a little brother of his as well that um, I have myself there in Kewick, and um, he's won five races for me in Washford. A really, really genuine little dog. Uh, you couldn't ask any more from him. He looks to be staying, so... I'd say a bit of a little bright future ahead for him too if he stays sound now. But he's flying at the minute, so you'd be hoping. Nice one, and um, I'm sure your father gets a great thrill out as well of, of you know getting a winner and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely! Look, sure, down through the years, like um, we've had, look, we've had a, we've had one probably really good dog. He's bred a lot of good dogs, um, but they were always kind of sold on. You know, I remember years ago they'd be sold on to England. You'd go and have to say goodbye to him. And um, like back in, in the early 90s, we had a, a real good dog, Daring Lance, Matt O'Donnell trained him. And uh, he won the Cesaro, which in Mullingar in 91. And he was just, he was he was a very fast dog. And he was around uh, in a time when there were lots of fast dogs. He was finished second in the Easter Cup to Farlow Melody. He was second, he was drawn in, in the same heat as Farlow Melody and through every round. And he finished second to him every night. And um, he... he he trialed for the Waterford Crystal Stake in Waterford, as it was called back then. That would be kind of along the lines of the Flex Stakes now. And he did an official trial, and he equaled the track record. The track was all grass at the time. And he came out then in the first round of that stake, and he broke the track record, uh, 28-82, on a, a night in November. Um, he was a great dog, and look, we, he ran in t- top company all throughout his career, and we had some great, great times with him. He was, um, yeah, a real good dog. And, like, as you say, with breeding then, like, Dad would have um, bred um, a dog called Anytime Soon. Um, people probably would have heard uh, Jim and Sherry Ann O'Donnell speak about her a bitch. Um, she was uh, their first breeding bitch, Jim O'Donnell Bottom from Dad. And she was the granddam of Newin Taylor. She started the breeding line there for, for the lads up in Newin. So he was he was very proud of her. He she he bred her from a bitch called Toss Spirit. Matt O'Donnell would have been good friends with Dad and he gave Dad Toss Spirit when she got injured just before she started racing in Waterford. And he brought her to Staplers Joe and bred this litter and Jim bought the bitch and that was the start of that for them as well. So a little bit of history there. Yeah, that that's really, really interesting, obviously, to you know, to have um Greyhound win a Cesarovage and clock them fantastic times, track records and then to produce a, a bitch like that went on to, to throw so much great stock, I suppose. Um, you know, when Newin Taylor was in full flight, he must have been uh, his biggest fans. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um a good dog, just a pity that his career ended so early. Yeah, we were delighted and um I had the I had the brood bitch. I had the, the sister of his mother, Daring Rose. Uh, she was full sister to do an expert. So that's why um that's my litter there with the data, Daring Data that we just spoke about. It was a uh, amazing with uh, Droopy's Buick, hoping hoping that we'd get a Derby winner too out of it. But um we unfortunately well we don't well we didn't yet. But it, look, we got there's a nice few dogs out of that litter. There's a few gone to England and um. One of them drew it on song. He finished third in the Northern Derby. Oh, that's right. I was watching that race the other night. So obviously you'd have a connection with um, John Brennan there. The, the Brennan family, they've produced some great greyhounds as well. But just in terms of that dog, I think that was the youngest um, in the race the other night. That had the been sold after a big qualifying trial, I think, in you all. 
We'd always, yeah, we'd have a connection with the Brennans. We'd always, any litter pups that we'd have, we'd always send up two pups and we'd breed one for one. So they'd keep the one and we'd have the one. So, like, we've been doing that for years and years and they got the Druids on song, this fella. Yeah, they sold him off after the qualifying trial. Yes, very pacey dog. And look, he, he, he looks um, promising, so hopefully he will. There's another yeah. but yeah. there's the litter over there as well. Um a little seven and Titan Jim and they're after winning lots of races as well they're all running open company so like it, it seems to be they seem to be a, a good enough litter you know so de- de- happy to see them de- definitely there you're, you're producing some really good greyhounds yeah well she like in fairness to her she I lost her a year ago now they're Dairy Rose but she's produced top class um, open dog like at least one open class dog in every single litter that she's had um, she had um, Druid's Busy Man was another dog he was sent off um, he was sold from the Brennans as well um, and he got injured um, doing a, a trial for the, the Derby there I think it was two or three years ago and I think he was about like third favourite for the Derby at the time Kevin Houghton had him um, they were very disappointed because he was, he was a very fast dog he was sold out of all as well and then uh, a little brother of him would have been Daring Ranger sure Ranger, like he did twenty eight fifty two in Waterford first, and he ran in the Barry seven fifty in Cork. He finished third, and he had won his first he that in forty one sixty six. He was another another good pacey dog. So, look, she owed us nothing, and she always produced a good class of dog in every litter. And in fairness to her, like she gave us great time. So, it was a big loss to lose her, but that's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. I'm sure there'll be more great times ahead. And just in terms of, you know, be- before we finish up, just in terms of Kilcoan Park, as I said, look, there'll be big racing coming up with the um, Select Stakes. It's always a fantastic competition. It was won last year, I think, by Skywalker Barry, who went on to win uh, plenty more big races after that. And um, even awards night coming up as well. So a lot to look forward to um, down in Kilcoan Park. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the annual awards are coming up now on the 12th of March. And um, we've been sponsoring them now, I suppose, for nearly 20 years. Um, a great night. It's just to give a little bit back to the track. And we have, like, a dog and bitch of the year. And then you have a Hall of Fame and public trainer, private trainer and owner of the year. And it's great. We all get together and we go in, we have a meal. And then we have presentations throughout the night. And there's always um, good racing on. And in fairness now, we have a new manager, Ian Magner, and he's done a great job. And... Like there's um lots of different distances being run and um yeah, it should be a good night's racing and we'll have a, a bit of crack and a bit of enjoyment. It's great to be able to meet people again and to celebrate. We have to do a double year now because we missed out the last two years. So there'll be yep, nice gang of us and Great night. Yeah, that's Very brilliant. Great night. Plenty of celebrations, um, no doubt, and that's what it's all about. I think, you know, um, Track Supporters Club are, you know, so important to the various tracks and, you know, so many great people involved in, in the various uh, Track Supporters Clubs all over the country. Just before we finish up, um, Stephanie, what's the, the hopes for the future? What's the dream? Well, look, um, I'll continue to breed. Um, I have a few brood bitches at home now and... Um, as long as they throw a few winners for me, I'll be happy. I don't care if they're graders or open class. Um, it's always like it's it's such a great thrill to to win a race and such a lovely feeling. Look, the dream. I'd love to breed a Derby winner, or even own a Derby winner. To what doggy person wouldn't? Um, 
every litter I have sure I always dream that this is the one and that um, <laughs> we're going to do it with this one so we keep hoping we keep the fingers crossed and hopefully I'll pick up a good dog along the way I would love to win a derby who wouldn't love to win a derby I know exactly the, the ultimate dream but or to, to win the next race even and keep trying yeah absolutely look I, I as I always say I, w- I don't care if it's an A7 an A8 race the thrill of winning a race and to see your dog just passing that line there's no other feeling like it and just even to meet someone afterwards and like they're well done and it's just it's just a brilliant feeling you're just you're on cloud nine and you're just so proud like yeah, it's, well, it's brilliant like. I'm certainly with you on that one uh, finally before we finish up anything else you'd like to add um, just like I just I'd like to encourage people to, to get involved in dogs if they can um, I have friends now who have in my last litter have bought a bitch and they started a little syndicate and like she's 11 months old now at the minute I reared her on and she's gone after the trainer and just to see them now the excitement and the anticipation like they know now that she's gone to the trainer and she's going to be starting school and soon and they'll go off to the track and watch her school and then the race and like it's just it, it, it's it's a brilliant pastime to have and like if people get involved like they could make a syndicate it's, it's not going to cost them an arm and a leg I would always encourage people because unless you try it you don't know what it's like and I'm telling you when if they, if they do it they'll, they'll keep doing it because it's, it's brilliant and a family night out bring the family and just keep going to the dogs and just make our sport great again because like so many good people involved and all we want is like the bit of support and to get it up and going again the way it was we've had a few knocks but like we'll come back and we'll make it just as good and as stronger again that's exactly it Stephanie look we're very lucky to have you involved in our great sport keep up the great work and uh, hopefully we'll catch up another time lovely thanks Barry for having me Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.